for Radio 1 91FM podcast. And right now on the line, I'm joined by Anna Collington. Ata marie, Anna. Ata marie, kia ora. Kia ora, welcome to the show. Right, you've got a new EP out, Manawa Hine. Uh, five track EP in throw. Uh, four tracks off the excellent uh, Beams, your last album that was put out at the end of the year, and one new track co-written with the incredible Real Hall. Now, um, Real uh, is, you know, um, in the present time is a bit of a journey, um, a reclaiming of a tonga uh, for a, a lot of Māori and a way to reconnect with, with your, you know, whakapapa. Um, your journey started young at Kohanga Rio. Um, but uh, like many journeys, you can get, kind of get lost, uh, you know, a little bit along the way. So how does it feel to be back on that path? Yeah, um, I didn't actually go to Kohanga. My my kids that um, have been through Kohanga and now they're now in um, Rumaki uh, education, so they're in a full immersion language unit mm-hmm. at a at a you know regular school. Yeah. So I my journey didn't start until um, I think I did a little bit at school, like primary. school school, probably did like a, a tiny bit at high school and when I was at university I think I did a paper or so but really my real journey has been night classes years and years and years of night classes Yeah. Um, so I did I did a f- couple of years in my 20s I think um, and then I started touring and what have you um, and you know forgot a lot of what I learned and then it was when I had kids and decided to put them into kōhanga reo. That was the catalyst for me to really get back into it. So mm-hmm. I went back to night classes, repeated a couple of them, and it's been a <clears throat> bit of a stoppy starty journey ever since. You know, having young kids, it's, it's not always easy to um, yes. spend 6 till 9 p.m. <laughs> once a week in a, in a classroom. Um, it's always great. I love it. Um, I'd you know, I'd do it non-stop if I could. Yeah. But yeah, it's, the difficult thing about learning Māori is there's no kind of immersion context, not where I live, you know, there are in other parts of New Zealand, but um, if you are not using the what you're learning, then it's really hard to make it stick. Yeah. So ha- having my kids in kōhanga was really key to that because they have a um, reo Māori in our wākatoa policy, like as soon as you walk through the doors, yeah. you have to speak Māori. Mm. So that was a great way for me to um, to really use what I was learning and, and make it stick. And actually, I've found since my youngest finished kōhanga and went to kura, you know, it's, it's a bit harder because kura's, the kids are more independent and um, you're not so involved. You're not going into the class to pick them up and drop them off and... Yeah. So yeah, I'm just not getting as much practice. So yeah. What about yeah. at home? Are you having conversations at home in the real? Yes, I speak to my kids in Māori. They answer me back in English, which is often the case <laughs> <laughs> with um, with Pano like mine, where you know there's only one Māori speaking parent, and um, they're not. Yeah, they're just sort of. It's yeah, it's hard to kind of keep it. Uh, they often end up with the sport that Māori's only for school. Uh-huh. So, which is why, for, for me, this what's happened in the last month, all these waiata Māori that have come out, there's been so many of them. It's such a big thing, I think, for whānau like mine, because yeah. to hear Māori outside of the classroom, um, that's 
yeah, for, for me, that's a big deal for my kids' their journey, just to kind of reinforce, like, he reo mo wahi It's a language for everywhere. But, yeah, we do. We, we use it. Um, so that's good. It's my kind of mm, practice pad. Mm, mm. I like how, um, you know, music kind of put a stop to it, but now you're releasing music in Tereo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't necessarily put a stop to it, but I, I think no matter what I was doing, I would, you know, found myself busy working, and yeah, 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 that would have happened anyway. But yeah, um, definitely, it's it's a it's a wonderful vehicle to um, explore these things, and it's also nice to have, uh, you know, some of those songs started in English, especially one song on the EP, which is called Night Class. That's a song I wrote in English about learning uh, Māori yeah. as as a student in night classes, and now it's being translated into Māori, and there was so much learning in, in those translations for me as well. Um, it's kind of like a, a nice process to go through, to sort of turn these ideas over in my mind so much to make songs, mm-hmm. and then to have someone else um, translate them so beautifully, Scotty Morrison and Stacey Morrison yeah, yeah, into yeah. Māori. Um, that's been a really nice process for me to go through and some great learning along the way as well. Yeah, translation's really important. We know that from the treaty, uh, sadly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have made light of that. Um, right, um, four tracks off Beams. How did you choose? <laughs> Um, I, I just went with my gut, really. I, um, I mean, Night Class was a no-brainer. That yep. was just too meta. That was, um, couldn't let that one pass up. And then the others, I just, um, they were ones that I thought it would be nice. Like, um, one of them, Remember Me, that references my nan, and it's kind of about this idea of, of papa and, um, Mama Tukuiho, like, um, you know, yeah, I don't know. It felt right to do that one. And then it's Dive and Beans. Yeah, so... And they were... Yeah, I don't know. They just were the ones that I felt like I wanted to do. I don't really have more of an explanation than that for you, sorry. Hey, that's fine. That, that That is your explanation. That's all we need. Yeah. Um, you co-wrote the title track with, with Rhea Hall. Um, the title was hyphenated, so, you know, it has two meanings. Um, Manawahine, like uh, Heart of a Girl, and... Mana wahine, um, mana of woman. So, mm. what is the song to you, and what is it speaking about? What is it speaking of? Well, I actually wrote that song intending to put it on the album Beams. Um, so, I wanted, because Beams was an exploration of my journey into and through motherhood and the various kind of joys and um, horrors of that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not horrors, but, you know, difficulties. Hey, I'm a parent, um, it is horrors. Rhea, Rhea's also a mum. She has three young babies now, three under three. Um, oh, yeah, just a new and, one, right? Yeah, she's got a new one as well. Yeah. So I knew I knew she would get where I was coming from with that. But, I, you know, the other part of things was um, exploring my Māori tongue. So it was really an ex, ex, exploration of identity. Um and the song Mana Wahine came about because I had been reading about Atua Wahine, which is Māori female gods, which there were loads of. There was like, I mean, there's so many amazing corridors pertaining to female Māori gods, but the mm. ones we hear about most of the time are other men, you know, That's apart right. from Papa Tuanaku, Mother Earth, we hear about um, Tangaroa and Tāne and Tāwhiri Mate and, and they're all male gods, but 
there's all these amazing female gods like um, Hine Moana, who's like the female counterpart to Tangaroa. There's Hine Whaitiri, who's the, the god of um, thunder and lightning. And there's Hine Te who's the god of childbirth and motherhood and also weaving. And I didn't even know about these gods until relatively recently. And when I was reading about them, I was like, you know what? It would be so good to know these kōrero and to know about this and to know that we have these deities um, specifically for us and for these purposes mm. and that we have this whakapapa to these, like, this amazing source of mana. That would be a big, you know, but for me that felt like such an amazing thing to discover and look into. So I wanted the song to kind of touch on that and just be a, um, almost like a reassurance to Māori girls and women that we have this this amazing history, we have these amazing stories and, and the whakapapa to these atua that gives us like an inherent um, mana, almost like strength, uh, even though as body women we have some of the worst statistics attached to us mm. um, around health, around incarceration. We're the most incarcerated population in this country and I think the most incarcerated indigenous population in the world is Māori women. So um, we have all this negativity but we also have these amazing kōrero. So I mean that's really difficult to explain and it's much bigger than that obviously but um, I asked Rhea to do it with me and she knew straight away what I was talking about. Um, So she helped me to capture it really simply and yeah, so I just had that chorus line about um, the play on Manawa Hine and Manawa Hine, mm. and um, she helped me pull the rest together. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean that's sad. It's a bit of a bit of a long corridor, but there's what it is. Sadly, um, yeah. I just read some of Witte's book, Navigating the Stars. Um, mm. Yeah. And I haven't read that yet. Yeah, yeah, you, well, you should. It speaks a lot about the, the Wahine gods. It's really great. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Check it out. Um, mm. uh, you brought up Scotty and Stacey Morrison before, and I was talking about Scotty Tumuana Maniapoto um, just a couple of weeks ago, actually. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot that he was in the Moor Hunters. You know, and he doesn't. Probably? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does a lot of work with the tribe. And oh. he does a lot of uh, like he does a lot of transition, and he just wrote a song on Moana's latest album. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, so you know, those two, are so special. They're, they're, they're really amazing, and they yeah. have done so much. For yeah, the revitalization of the language, um, but they're also both from uh, they're both Tiarua, which is my area as well. So that was one of the reasons I asked them to do work on it mm-hmm. and also I know they're both second language learners as well so um, that, you know because that's quite a strong theme of songs like night class and I knew they would they would get it but yeah there's some Te Arawa specific references and some of the translations as well so that was really cool yeah um, yeah, so it must have been quite special to work, work, work alongside them. Um, it was very special. And, and the <laughs> process was great because, you know, they're, like, insanely busy. And yeah, I knew that. And yeah, I said yeah. from the start, I was like, I know you guys have, like, so many pots on the boil, but could you do it? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, of course, <laughs> the translations came through, like, the day before we went into the studio. Some of them, not all of them, but a couple of them. Um but as I knew they would be, they were amazing. They were perfect. And yeah. um, 
yeah, I just feel so lucky that they they blessed the Kaupapa with their their knowledge. Nice, nice. All right. So, um, finally, just just to wrap it up, the, the the EP. What does it mean to you? This this EP to have it out and you know just just the meaning of it. For me, it's um, it doesn't feel like a big deal if that makes sense because it's important that me, it's not a big deal. I think. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like the natural um, progression of what a, the journey that I've been on for a very long time. So for me, it doesn't feel like a massive step. It feels like um, like one step of a of a much. Like, it's like I was thinking about it the other day. I used to have really long hair, and one day I cut it off, which was a big shock to like my hairdresser and lots of other people. But I was like. No, in my head it's already done. I've been thinking about it for so long. To me, it's not a big deal because, you know, like, yeah. And I feel like that about the EP. Like, it's um, it's wonderful to have it out, and it feels good, and I'm really glad people seem to be enjoying it. But um, for me, it's just part of the a natural part of the journey, and it feels nice and not kind of like scary or like a great leap. It's, um, I just it, and it, I feel so supported in it as well because of the people that worked on it, like Stacey and Scotty, and my label loops up in great Ria, um, Tikahure Remoa, who's a Wellington artist who did the picture, and um, you know Lips who produced those songs. Uh, Louis stepping in, it feels like a really well supported mm. papa. So um, it just feels nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, sure. Like, what amazing humans that you've surrounded yourself with. And, the, yeah. you know, and I could easily say that about you if I talk to them. Um, so it's great. You, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a, it's, it's a fantastic EP. Um, Thank you. And um, what I really would like to hear in a few years' time, next time it happens, if you jump back in with, with Fly My Pretties, is to hear some real with them. That would be great. Ah, I'll pass it on. Mm, mm, mm. That would be fantastic. Uh, well, hey, thank you so much for joining us this morning and putting the show back on track for me personally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, an absolute pleasure to catch up with you again. Uh, yeah, and the EP is out now. It's available uh, on all good streaming sites. Is there physical copies? Uh, no, there's not. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just on all the, the internet. Uh, go and have a listen mm-hmm. <clears throat> let me know what you think yeah yeah that's right you can just uh, directly message um and somehow i don't I know handle what, oh, all my own social media yeah, there you I'm go there you go i was gonna go i was about to say i'll put i'll give you i'll give everyone your number but i better not uh hey uh have, have a wonderful day uh and you hopefully too. we'll talk again soon i'll play the track out now the uh title track all right uh, cheers, mate. Tēnā koe, jamie cheers mate see ya Bye. here it is now mana wahine on the one. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.